0: Hey, you got Frank from the Everyday Sniper and I'm here in a uh with a special podcast again. We have an interview, Jacob Bynum of Rifles only. Uh Jacob's made news over the last week talking about his sort of competition series that he's doing called Assassin's Way and a lot of questions are coming up. We got the thread in the forum about it in in uh so we want to make sure I'm making sure it's recording. I I'm, I'm like looking yeah. at it but I'm not seeing a If it's a record button, Um, yeah, it looks like it's recording. Sorry, guys, I'm just double, I'm using a different system. We got Jacob on a podcast here, uh, or on a a Zoom um, video chat, so I'm kind of playing with my record button a little bit. But Jacob, welcome to the Everyday Sniper podcast, your second time, but uh, this is kind of a, a, a little different. It's just me and you and not the way we were before.
1: Yeah, man, thanks for having me, Frank. And Actually, this is the third one. Remember, we had the Lost episode that we did.
0: Oh, that's right, right. I, I'm, I'm good at lost episodes. I have a couple good ones out there that I completely never recorded.
1: <laughs> yeah, but that worked out all right, man. We were able to go back and, and revisit everything that needed to be revisited.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, um, how are you guys faring with, uh, with your quarantine? Down there in Texas, it's not so bad where you're living, although Corpus is getting hammered. Kingsville's probably pretty mellow.
1: It is pretty mellow. There's not a lot of bread on the shelves. Um, I have been told I can't go out anymore and that kind of bothers me, but I like it here rifles only. So it's not a bad thing. So, yeah. but that's about you know, just what, you know, old people. And, you know, they're saying who knows what, the, who knows what to believe on the news anymore. I just, I just want this to get back to normal so we can carry on.
0: You're right. Right. Cause like now we're canceling classes and competitions yeah. and all this, but you, you made a lot of history um this week because you announced your assassin's way. That'll have sort of a, 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 Half a million dollar prize table, basically. um, Yeah. Prize, and it's going to be uh, a skill set, field craft, all different things that are basically all your sniper-centric, you you know, skill sets versus competition and gaming. So I Mm -hmm. want you to, you know, we want to talk about that, and then you know we'll reach back in time a little bit, but give everybody the uh, your take. let's Let's reach back in time right away. Okay, go so, ahead.
1: How, how, long, how long was your sniper school in the Marine Corps?
0: Uh, mine was 14 weeks because I had a holiday.
1: Okay, so 14, how much, how much time did you actually spend? 12,
0: 12, we, 12 weeks, almost full time, 12 weeks. How many, how many rounds did you fire? Not a lot. I'd have to go back and look, but maybe um, 60, 80, maybe three something, 300 in <laughs> 12 weeks.
1: <laughs> All right, uh, well, if anybody is smart enough, they ought to be able to read between the lines right there and say, "Okay, now I get it." Yeah, yeah. I went to I went to the national uh, sniper competition in in uh, Helsinki, Finland. I was there for four days and fired eleven rounds. You know right. what I mean? The rest of the time, it was everything else. And it sounds—I already knew the answer whenever you told me about your sniper school, <laughs> but uh, right. you know, it's not—it's not the—it's not, the, not the biggest skill set. It's a skill set. You know what I mean? It's definitely a skill set, but there's other things to it. And we used to be able to do it. You know, we not be able to, we used to do it. You know, we used to do the target detection. We would do the range estimation. We would do the Kim's games. Um, we got out of that, you know, it, it more. So I put this out. If, if it wasn't a $25,000 entry fee, nobody would be bitching at all. But what it is, it's 25,000 because we're basically putting on eight national level matches over a period of 23 days. And we're testing skill sets that frankly, has a a lot of people freaking out because they don't know what it is
0: yes i've actually been fielding calls as well and all the calls revolve around the non-shooting
1: right right exactly
0: exactly you know people are sweating that
1: yeah well that's what it's for man i mean it's that 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 is exactly what it's for It's, it's for the shooting obviously marksmanship's a part of it but it's not going to be 50% of it, and it's not going to be 40% of it, and it's not going to be, you know, well, now we're getting into the point thirty to 20% uh, is where it is. But it, it is an overall skill test of a rifleman. Um, sniper, hunter, whatever name you want to tag on it, it's fine. But there are other skill sets that are out there that we're going to test.
0: Right. And, and you know, and to go back in, in time a little bit while we're there, when we did matches, and you did them before I came down, you actually recruited me to come down. You were doing the Sniper's Paradise stuff, um, and you had matches going on down in South Texas before most people did. I mean, right. to go back in the history, um, precision rifle competition of this style did not start in 2012. No. And, you know, we, we didn't do that to say, or you didn't to be in the beginning. I mean, when you came up and pitched me to Connecticut, you didn't come up and say, hey, dude, you'll make a lot of money. Come do this with me. You didn't come up and say, hey, I'm going to make you a, you know, rifle competition god by winning a match or being a guru. You didn't say, Frank, you should be an influencer because you shoot competition. You said, hey, we're doing these skills. People don't understand this training. You know, there's, there's a there's a whole a gap here from the hunting standpoint and from others. Let's fix this and let's not only do training, but then validate it with a competition. Sure. You know, and so there was blocks of training. There was a train up for competition to teach people who came from other areas of the country who didn't have access to your range, distances and things like that, who were then learning how to fight with a rifle. Correct. Correct because everybody fought with handguns right? and carbines were coming up, but not in the way they fought with today. Like right. f- fighting with your carbine and fighting with your pistol existed before fighting with your bolt action rifle. Correct. Correct. It, it was either straight competition and NRAF class or hunting. Correct. And, and, and so kind of maybe kind of go in that direction that, because I, I think it's lost today, and I, I yeah. believe that's what you're bringing back.
1: Yeah, and I and I am. And I, again, if it wasn't like I say, if it didn't have anything to do with you know, if it was a you know a three hundred dollar entry fee, we wouldn't be having this conversation. the The biggest problem is that the people don't know about it. Now, the I was talking to Kalen about this too, and you know he did the same thing. He did land nav whenever you know you were coming up, and you you know how to use a map and compass and a protractor. We have GPS now. You know what I mean. And it's the, it's the same reason it, it kind of goes with, you know, uh, say what's a good caliber selection. And do you think that that, or do you want people to just use an old 308? I said, no, use any caliber you want. Um, there's a reason we're not shooting round lead balls anymore. You know what I mean? Right. But we're gone into, you know, good smokeless powders, everything else. GPS still exists. Um, but also map compass and protractor still exists. And so for the land map portion of this, Whenever we're doing this, it's a test of your land nav skills. If someone doesn't know how to land nav, there's places to learn how to land nav. In fact, we're starting our first classes in June in, up in your neck of the woods in Colorado where we have a field craft course. Uh, you're going to be doing some skill sets, uh, clinics, things like that. Kaylin's going to be doing some clinics. I'm going to be doing some clinics over the next year and a half. But the thing about it is, is that people don't realize that there was a time before GPS. There was a time before laser rangefinders. And we got by with what we did. You know, whenever I was putting up together my first range, I had a bunch of freaking wooden stakes and a 300-yard tape measure. You know what I mean? So I could go and get these ranges right. And now I would simply go out and push a button. You know what right. I mean? So it's um, a- another another example, too, is a ballistic calculator that you have on your phone. You know, if I need a firing solution, I can get one in, in uh, what, three seconds, four seconds? You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, you can do this. Stuff by longhand, too. Fortunately, that's not going to be an assassin. If you do it with a scientific calculator and, you know, go the longhand way, it takes about 20 minutes to get one. But it's just as accurate. You know what I mean? It's just doing everything by hand that your ballistic calculator does. And, again, <clears throat> I say, oh, well, you know, you're just, all oh, this is, you know, old school. Well, yeah, it is kind of old school. But the thing about it is there's people that haven't done it. And once they go do it, they're going to develop appreciation for it. Because it's such a sense of accomplishment whenever you find your place, you know, way from point A to point B, using terrain features, things like that, counting steps. That there's a satisfaction in there that not many people understand. And then also, Kim's games. You know, this trains your brain. I mean, this makes you an all-around better shooter, all the
0: way around. Right, right. And and to go back in time a little bit, you remember? uh, I mean, I'm sure you do. But just for the people out there who don't, um, the Bobby, Badlands Bobby, with his 44 hour match when I was talking on the internet. He didn't like what I had to say, and nobody believed I was a sniper at the time. Remember out of Badlands? They said I, I was a, uh, yeah. I so, didn't go to that, but I remember that. Right. Cause I came, I actually went to TAC Pro because it was closer. I flew into Dallas and went to TAC Pro. Uh, Alice made uh, Bill get kind of do a little quick workup with me, and um, I went there. But what Bobby knew I was coming from you, I had the Horace software because you guys were the Horace guys. And mm-hmm. you had given me the PDA. Remember the black and white PDAs we had yeah. and the yeah. chip and everything? And that yeah. came from you. Well, he got when we were going to use software in different things. And mm-hmm. when I showed up at that match, the first thing he said was, an EMP hit you know, wherever Oklahoma he was. Yeah. Yeah. You you, you know, so no GPS, no software uh, was what Bobby did, you know, and and that they had the dogs chase us. We had a land nav, and I only shot like 10 rounds. Yeah. You know, and and so that was a big part of that back then. I mean, the first time I I, I was talking with Terry Cross, the first time I ever met Terry Cross was at Badlands. Mm -hmm. You know, and
1: go ahead elpers did a match like that too it was a finale or something and he showed up and he says all right no electronics across the board it was uh elpers was doing it i don't know if he was doing it with uh, i don't know who he was doing that match with but it was a finale or something to where you started and then there was a uh, you went and you did all of your events at once and then after a time period the next person started and the next person started but they didn't allow any they didn't allow any electronics on that one either and so that, that blew up a bunch of heads.
0: Yeah, I mean, and and that's the thing is that people don't remember that, you know, we used to do all these things like you're talking about, Kim's games. You did different takes on Kim's games where you gave a safety brief, and then two days later you asked how you started the safety brief.
1: Right, right. More of a situational awareness thing on that one than than a Kim's game, but it fits right into the Kim's game, obviously. And so that's just one of those things that, you know, we want to bring back some of that because these are the things that, I mean the matches now I, I I don't know they're they're fun don't get me wrong they're great but it's just shooting okay so now I'm shooting off of a barricade I'm shooting off a tank trap I'm shooting off a culvert shooting out of a helicopter I'm shooting moving targets and still all of that stuff can be combined into something called shooting you know what I right. mean just because I can do all of these different parts of shooting really really well that that's good but that is a game you know and that game came from somewhere you know what I mean and there's there's all that's just the tip of the iceberg and there are all these other skill sets that are underneath that, that need to be explored, you know? No, and totally.
0: Yeah. I mean, you even, uh, how about like to, the thing that bothers me the most, cause somebody asked me, you know, about Frank doesn't like competitions. Well, that's not true. I have no yeah. problem with, I don't like the competitors that they have become today. I don't like where competitions have gone But I looked at a lot of, I mean, we still have all our notes from our matches that you and I did together. I have my books and -hmm. the pages. Heck, I still have the the pages of notes we copied from Nick Irving from Mm -hmm. his missions. You know, they're sitting right here. Mm -hmm. We moved a lot more. We did a lot more distance moving to take you out of your comfort zone because in your mind, in my mind, we couldn't shoot at the competitor. Right. So what do you do? You got time. And movement right. Well, they standardized the time and they eliminated the movement. Right. I kind of feel that the matches today are contrived. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that like we did a lot of the same stuff, but we tried to mix it up. If we saw that, let's say 25 percent of the stages, the solution was the same answer, we usually change something.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And that might yeah. have been left side, right side.
1: Yeah. Well, the, the thing about movement, now a movement is going from one prop to another prop that's less than 10 feet away. Right. <laughs> Do you remember the culvert running gun that we did? Yeah. What was it, 1,400 yards you had to move? It Easily. Was like, <clears throat> you know, you had nine different shooting stations on there going 1,400 yards, carrying all your gear and in a hurry. And, I mean, what was a part-time. I think it was like nine minutes on the part-time for that one. Yeah, so it was it was not you know that okay that's even even that is a small movement, you know what I mean that's a small movement, but it's it's a heck of a lot more than what we're getting now
0: uh, heck, I remember the long one we did well with when we first started doing the culvert run when the Canadians were here, the s f guys mm-hmm. and i was you it was just you and I uh we were a little shorthanded that class and I was going to ride the four wheeler from the start of the O course and then bring them down to the tower and then back to the O course. And the right. Canadians turned to me and go, well, you're not going to ride the four wheeler. Are you? And I'm yeah. like, well, not now you just said something.
2: <laughs> yeah. You,
0: you know, but we used to have them run this entire, your, your entire range. It took a single guy 45 minutes to finish a single evolution. Yeah. If, they, oh, yeah. And, and this is, this is, you know, SF, top of their yeah. game, moving yep. as quickly as they can because they never half did anything. And it right. took a guy 45 minutes to complete that one task.
1: Yeah. And those are those shipping at the end was your final stress fire. You know what I mean? That's yeah. What doing. That's kind of morphed into a final competition. You know, we do a comp at the end now. You know right. what I mean? So right. Just, it's just because it's like you say, the 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 average shooter has changed. And the average shooter that's out there, Frank, They, I don't think they have, and remember I said average, I don't think that they have any idea what else this consists of, you know, what's been done in the past and what it takes to actually be well-rounded. And I keep going back to that, and it's just – I can't get over that because there's just so much stuff that we're not doing in your normal PRS NRL match.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I I watched a video this week. Uh, We're home in quarantine, so YouTube becomes, like, our favorite thing. Yeah. Um, And it was, it was one of the last classes I did down there and a student filmed the final run, Mm -hmm. but they didn't run it. And it was dry and you could see it's driving me crazy in the whole thing because they won't run it. So it it really, I didn't put it out there because this one person kind of walked through the final. I guess they basically, they went on strike and said, you know, I'm not going to run what Jacob and Frank said. I'll just kind of walk normal. But I mean, just looking at it, they went from, you know, like starting at the kill house, cutting through, running up that side, coming back around, coming over to the tower and then ending at the porch. They yep. ran the entire thing and it, it was, it's all of these skills, but then when you put together running it, changing it up and then carrying your gear, it really changes the dynamic of how people execute these tasks. Right. You yeah, know, I'm with versus you. the admin. Yeah. But um yeah. I, I think it's lost. And and it, it drives me a little nuts that that people don't want to embrace that. They want to make it easier.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well you and I have had these conversations a lot and not not even recently. I mean even even a long time ago we were having these conversations when it changed. It was just like now it's The mindset of here's your, here's your event. How can I outsmart the match director? Yes. How can I outsmart him? Um, Okay. That's good. I got no problem with innovation. Okay. But don't, don't be like a gamer. I don't know if you saw that number eight, that's in my rule book. And one of the rule books from like the last five matches that we've done down here. But it basically says just run the event in the spirit of how the event's supposed to be run. You know what I mean? If you can't do it, what right. you're doing is you're yourself so stupid and you're making the sport look elitist. And it's even even people have said, you know, come and train with me. I'll show you how to game matches. You know what I mean? I'll show you how to game them. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, okay, you, you want to do that, that's fine. But what you're doing is you're really not only are you disrespecting the match director, you're disrespecting the guy who's shooting next to you. And most of all, you're disrespecting yourself. Yeah, you know you're what cheating I mean? yourself. You're cheating yourself because you're not. What what you are is just a little fucking pussy at that point. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because what you're trying – and, okay, that's fine. All right? Great. You got – you have a chance. You know, and the, the thing about it is, whenever we would go to these matches, like, they were they were small, 20 people, and they would have all these skill sets in there. All right, if we came up and we did eight out of ten on Kim's, you know, that we felt like, okay, now we outsmarted the match director and the match director wanted that, you know, he wanted you to get 10 out of 10, you know right. what I mean? It's just evolved. It's changed so much, but that I, and I know that there's, okay, I got from coming up since I put out assassin's way, <clears throat> I got three different types of people. Okay. First type of people don't know that they don't know. Very interested asking a lot of questions. I got another type are saying, okay, well, I need to know exactly what the rules are and exactly this and exactly that. I'm I Pretty well, this is the third podcast. I think people pretty well got the rules by now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I have the other ones. And the other group is the operational guys. And they're saying, I'm in. I got to work this. I got a year and a half. I'm working out the schedule, but I'm in. This is awesome. And so there you go. Yeah. I mean, it's the jailhouse right. lawyers. Yeah, I didn't mean to swear on your uh, on your Oh no podcast. no
0: I swear. you kidding it's me. <laughs> 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 the um the, the, the thing is 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 they're they're playing that jailhouse lawyer trying to beat the match director where they're they're in and, and let me explain how you're 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 fooling yourself. Okay, you're gonna go out and and maybe you forgot your tripod, maybe you forgot your game trains, your bag, but you're gonna go out and hunt or do something. And now it's going to be a completely different skill set that you didn't practice on. And all, your, all that's going to be in the back of your mind is, if I only had my game changer, if I only had my game changer, where's my game changer? This would be so much easier. Or if I had my 22-pound 6-millimeter on my game changer, but right now I have an 8-pound 28-nozzler,
2: mm-hmm.
0: how do I do that? You know, and and so then it, it becomes where we sort of bridge that it doesn't matter if you've got an eighteen pound AI or an eight pound hunting rifle, we're working the same skill set with each other. Right. We're not we're not creating a third or second skill set that's built around your rifle, your caliber, and your bag. Right. That's a whole other thing. I mean that's it's basically creating field bench rest. Yeah. You know,
1: dude, I saw the funniest thing. Let me tell you this before I forget cuz it's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> we just did the NRL match <clears throat> and then I was going through cuz Ishida, you know, videotapes a lot of it, you know, and then he puts out a he puts out a video. Right, right. So looking through the video and there's a dude in the helicopter, you know, with the little piece of rope, you know, that goes across that you shoot off of, mm-hmm. had game changer on the rope. It's a 550 cord. <laughs> It's a little bit thicker now. I, I went up, it's like a, it's, it's a little bit thicker. It's about the thickness of So it's a
0: Prusik cord, like for rack climbing. It's a Prusik yeah, one. <laughs> yeah.
1: And he had the game changer on the cord. And I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, that, that's just something like, okay, you got to have a fucking security blanket. That's all there is to it, man. You know, it's just crazy. Then yeah. another time, I see this, this guy and his girlfriend. I'm, I'm, I'm going out from the barn to the short range. You know, uh, near on the tower road, and so I see this chick running back. So hey, where are you going? She goes, so and so forgot his kestrel, and I'm like, there's nothing out here that's more than 400 yards. WTF? You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's it's 400 yards. What what are we what are we doing? The, yeah. the match broke clean. There wasn't a lot of wind. It was like, man, people are so that that,
0: that, that two mils <laughs> is tough, man. One point yeah, eight two man. mils. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and with a 308 it's two mils. He wasn't shooting that. He was shooting a little zippy, like you like to call it. Zippy hey, caliber.
0: Yeah, yeah, zippy winchie.
1: Dark side, man. I got a six mil screwed onto my AW right now. I freaking love it.
0: Oh, me too. I'm running all the same stuff. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's not like I, – I, I don't dislike technology. Dude, you know, we always – I mean, it, it, somebody should go look at rifles only. You guys have a smart whiteboard. You've had yeah. a smart whiteboard for 10 years now. Yeah, it's not like you're anti-technology when it helps out the situation. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. You, you so, You I, I it. you were the Horus guy on them old Palm Pilot PDAs before anybody knew what a Palm Pilot was,
1: dude. Whenever I first saw um, their ballistics program, it was actually in DOS on a computer, believe it or not. And that before yep, you're
2: getting before that, a little wango with your, it in. was on DOS. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It was in DOS, so I mean, imagine that. I bet you half the people listening
0: to you don't know what DOS is. But, I mean, that's the point that we're trying to make, and so Assassin's Way is going to look to bring those skill sets back to more align what we're doing with the military side and the military history in, in, in sort of the background of this sport. Getting back to its original roots, Right, people, is how I see what you're doing with Assassin's Way.
1: I agree with you. And, you know, we had that, we just did a, a field craft course down here and it's like, we finished it. It was like a five days, different places, started out here at rifles only went down about an hour South and they did some stuff down there, then an hour and a half North. So they had terrain features and like everyone in that class was called. And they said, man, I we went and I got maps for my area. I'm out doing it. You know, just for the sake of doing it. Cause it's so much fun. They're just enjoying it. And I think, I think if we can get some of the guys that are competitors now, to actually go and learn about this and do it i think they'll develop that same sort of i don't know passion
0: about it it's kind of cool well it, it'll change the dynamic of the competitions moving forward because mm-hmm. then i mean right now we, we uh, at least i look at it where the inmates run the asylum mm-hmm. um and you know if they say they want something and usually if it helps them it happens versus the other way around right but, um so what i'll see is like, you know, even like a, a an example of this might be Satterly, who's doing a little bit more field type stuff. Even though he's fully ingrained in the PRS um, right. world, he still does hunter comps. Sure. And sure. that, I can see that part of it. But now this takes it to the next level. Okay, do a hunter comp with navigation. Right. Do and it, well, this with, is
1: nothing more than that. You know what I mean? There's nothing more than that. Kalen's still doing those those mountain hunter courses, you know, where, what's right. that, 10 days? And then you yeah. go out into the bush and you land navigate and, you know, you get all your survival skills. We're not going to have survival skills, obviously, but the stuff for the Kim's Games, situational awareness, range estimation, land navigation, those are going to be in it.
0: And, 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 no, it makes perfect sense. I mean, a, a, a little 10-day alone out in the field because that's kind of what happens. You're going to yeah. carry only as much comfort gear as you can get away with, and then exactly you're, right. and then right and then the rest of it's gotta be focused on that rifle in the system. Well, right. you have to balance those two comfort gear, rifle and getting the job done. Where is yeah. the balance for that versus saying I'm gonna walk ten feet to my car and I'm gonna switch out my bipod. Right. You know, right. And, yep. and, and and do that. Where it's like, hey, this Harris ain't working, I need a sky pod on that reverse slope roof simulator.
1: Right. Right.
0: You, you know, and, and you can't do that.
1: And here's the other thing too. You know, it's kind of like, um, you know, let's say, let's say you're a sniper. You know what I mean? You're a full blown and, and you are a full blown Marine Corps sniper. Okay. So Frank, here's what you got to do. You got to get here from point A to point B. That's going to be three clicks. Then you're going to have to gab up, gather up as much information on target as you possibly can. Maybe shoot. We'll let you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Uh, you're going to get out on target and then saying. Hang on a second. I need to check my zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that one. <laughs> Good luck with that one. Right, so Then you got to do that. And then you got to get back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's, there's more to it. And you might go and you might, you might go and fire one shot, you know, the old famous one shot, one kill. Okay. But you also know full and well, you might deplete everything you have. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, know, you can only carry so much. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like, Whenever, whenever this thing goes dry, that's the gas gauge. Whenever it's done, it's done. You know what I mean? You got to think about that. And you'll what? be faced with areas.
0: And, and, and in, the, in the Marine Corps, in the military, in the sniping side of it, it's like in, in competition, they go, here's your, here's your stage. Here's your firing point. There's your target. And they point everything out. Mm-hmm. I have a map in an area, and it says the bad guy should be here. Right. It doesn't say you have to shoot from here. Right. It just says a bad guy's probably going to be here.
1: Probably, maybe, and then you know how that works out.
0: Right, right. But on the map, when I'm, like, doing everything ahead of time, it's a tentative final firing point. Right. Because when I show up, my tentative final firing point might suck. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. Oh, shoot. I- <laughs> They're going <be> faced- <laughs> to be
1: faced with very – Similar scenarios, yes, because there's an old saying, No plan survives first contact.
0: That's right, man. Mike Tyson, go look him up. He <laughs> nobody yeah. survives getting hit in the face. <laughs> yeah.
1: but, and that thing, it's going to be that ability. Can you know, okay, here's a problem, just like what you were just talking about? You know, you can have the best plan in the world, and then when you get there, it's like, Oh, oh this is not going to work. All right, well, what are you going to do? Are you going to raise your hand and say, This isn't fair? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, is that what you're going to do? Are you going to say, I, I quit? This isn't fair? Uh, no, a- actually, this is fair.
0: Because yeah, you're going re- to think really hard on where you got to move to. Right. And, and you're going to hope you can get there in time and build what you have to and, and have everything set up. But, I mean, hell, you walk out into an area that's supposed to be your, your point and it's been clear cut or it's a crater or it's yeah. not there anymore. It's like, okay, or it's exposed shoot right. on the map. This looked like a great spot. Right. If I'm completely exposed. I got to be over yep. here now. Right. You, you, you know that, and, and, and that takes that movement on the fly, which it does happen in competition. But to me, it's, it's different because yep. they're only focusing on that six inch area. Right. And yep. they're missing everything front, back, and side.
1: Right. And to so, me,
0: yeah. Yes. Get them out of that tunnel vision.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's just situational awareness. I mean, it's, it's just, it's like, you know, I had said on, on, uh, on Pinch's podcast, you know what I mean? I said this match will look nothing like you've ever seen before to, and that that's to a certain crowd, obviously the other crowd, like the other ones that call me up, they're saying, man, I, this is so up my alley. This is so what I want to do it's not really going to surprise them that much.
0: You know what right, I mean? Right. And, well, the army they, guys are emailing me this morning, trying to find funding. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you're getting that too, huh? Yeah, 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 exactly. And it's like, um, you know, and it's not that, it's not that you can take like, again, go and utilize, go and utilize the, the field craft course in Colorado that we're doing in June. Go and get with you. Cause you're going to put up you're going to be doing clinics too on these yeah. skill set. Yeah. Yeah. You know Palin's going to be doing clinics on these things. You know, there's, it's a year and a half. You've got time to do it. You know what I mean? And believe me, it's just like, you know, every time everyone's going to develop their own style on it. You know what I mean? Everyone's going to develop their own style about how they land and how they, you know, how they, what, what are they stacking in their head for a keeping memory system? You know what I mean? How are you, how are you doing that? Everybody's got a little bit different technique. The point of it is, is that there's a group of people that are shooting rifle in competition right now that have no concept of these ideas. It does not under any circumstances mean that they're stupid because they're not, it's just, no one has exposed them to it. Right. It's a
0: different skill It's different, right? Different. It's different. And you know, you might
1: have to look at it and say, you know what? Uh, This is really cool, but maybe this one's not for me. You know what I mean? And yeah, you know, that, that, that's a reality too. There's no shame in that. You know, there's no shame in that at
0: all, but I I got asked that and said, it's not for me. I'm broke, man. I'm old. We're getting busted up. I don't really have that that will to run out there and be cold, wet, and hungry or be out running around land navin because I'm all beat up now.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know, there's nothing wrong with that. You've already done it. You right. know what I mean? Right. You've already done it and you already, you already know. I mean, think about this little, Frank. Let me say, let's say I presented this to you 20 years ago. What, what would you have done?
0: Been all over it.
1: Yeah, I mean, exactly. You'd have In, been a all over it. In a minute. I mean, less than a minute. You would have said, fuck this. I'm going to figure out how to do this. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like, there's a big deal about, you know, the entry fee. The entry fee is big for a lot of reasons. One, I want it to be epic. Two, I want the prize to be epic. Three, I want it to discourage you from trying to game it because you know what happens whenever you try to pull that shit. You know what what I mean? And it's just, will not be put up with shit. Frank, I'm not even the match director on this. You know what I mean? I'm bringing in a match director from the fricking outback of Australia. And the reason is I want the match director not to know any of the competitors. You know what I mean? And And I, I'm myself and the rest of the cadre that's on this are going through extraordinary measures, extraordinary measures to make sure that it is absolutely fair for each competitor. Okay. And then do not discount the amount of work that it takes to put this on. You know what I mean? This is crazy. It is crazy. And you know, I've been thinking about it for a long time and everything else. And I figured, okay, I'm committed to do it, but believe me, it's costing me a hell of a lot more to do this than it's costing them. And then if it's to the point to where you don't understand it, that's fine. If you don't understand it, we we can, we can fix ignorance, you know, but through training, that's not a problem, but don't just look at it and then automatically have something negative to say about it. You know what I mean? Because you have no frame of reference. How can you say something negative about it when you don't even know what this is?
0: Well, it's mainly the money, but I get it. You're absolutely right. They don't know because it hasn't been done this way before, but right. the, because the cost of entry is high, they're going to mm-hmm. hate it. But I mean, a good example, and one of the ones I may work on with people is like observations in the, in the Marine Corps for sniper school. If you, mm-hmm. you know, there's 12 observation exercises. If mm-hmm. you fail two of them, you're out. Right. An observation exercise, I can make you fail every time. Right. If they're mad at you, they'll make it hard. When right. they're mad at like when they were mad at us, they'd be like, We got a stock tomorrow, guys, and you're going to the pool table. There was a one stalk area that was like a pool table. There was nowhere to hide. And they right. would bust out the most people there than any other lane we used. An observation could be the same way. Oh, you guys don't want to move quick enough. Oh, you guys don't want to do this. Okay, we got an observation this afternoon. Instead of going over here, we're going to go over there and the next thing you know, they put a whip antenna in the trees. Right. You know, they put put a a AR-15 magazine spring in a stone wall fence. Right. Where you're only seeing one part of it. They put a... A plastic protractor in the siding of the World War II barrack housings. Mm-hmm. They stuck it in the siding. Yeah. Of a building. Yeah. You're looking for a protractor that's clear with black writing on it, and you're a hundred yards away. Yeah. They can do right. They can, and you know what? The funny thing, what they used to do to you all the time: walk three feet in front of the line and drop a bullet. Mm-hmm. You yeah. guys would be lined up right here, yeah. three feet in front of you. There's a bullet on the ground. Where's the twelfth, uh, you know, target indicator? Right, three feet in front of you. Why didn't you look? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, people kind of—they're a little softer today, and they don't realize like the games people used to play, and <laughs> that we—I mean, we played some of them too, but mm-hmm. we did it in the best interest. Where today, I think they lost that sort of gamesmanship, where now it's. You know, to their idea of a game is to sit on a swing. Right. You know, let's shoot off a swing. Okay, well, we both know in the real world I would do everything in my power not to shoot off a swing set.
1: Right. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Now, having said all of that, okay, and I I know exactly where you're coming from, there's points in land nav that you have to hit. Right. Okay. So, I need to make sure that you're going to hit those. So, drones, we're going to be using drones and we're going to be using people. But whenever you get to that point, there's going to be a red box. And inside that red box is going to be an item that you're going to have to pick up and bring back. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's going to, add, and there'll be, sometimes it might be one item and then you finish. Sometimes it might be four legs and then you finish. But you'll pick up an item, throw it in your pack, and you'll go through each one. I'm not going to take the box and bury it underground. You know what I mean? I'm not going to you know, hide something to where it can't be found. It's not even really the land that portion of it is not, it's not that, you know, down to one meter precise, you know what I mean? Right. It's going right. to be going to be less than that. Um, then on the other thing, we've got range estimation. Okay. So you and I both know that any, anytime you're trying to do a range estimation with a mill dot scope past 700 yards is kind of hard
2: yeah. because
1: of the, you got mirage, you got atmospheric conditions that you have to look through and stuff like that. Well, I, I'll tell you right now, there will be no target that you have to estimate range beyond 700 yards. Additionally, I'm not going to put a freaking pack of cigarettes out at 600 and change and say range that. Right. You know what I mean? It's going to be something that's doable. You know, this event is doable. You don't have to be super secret squirrel, CAG, Ranger shit to be able to do this. You know what I mean? It's doable to anyone who wants to compete, but they have to understand that. And if Philip Vallejo put it pretty good on his podcast, it's going to test you spiritually because you're going to go out there and things are not going to go exactly the way you want them to go. But that is life. That is normal. But as far as the skill sets and tagging all your skill sets and things like that, it will definitely be doable. I'm not trying to trip them up. I'm not trying to get somebody who gets 13 days in, and they just say, "Oh, I just can't make it anymore," and quit. You know, that's not my point. Um, this match is doable. It, it, you can do it.
0: And 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 that's a good way to put it. I mean, in the mindset is, uh, you know, we dealt with how many of the foreign guys. Um, you know, like even uh, the, the Aussies and, and stuff, because you mentioned them. In in selection type events for the military, how mm-hmm. often do they pull the truck away? on the end of your 200-mile walk, and everyone goes, oh, shit, and loses it and gets demoralized, but then the truck's a mile down the road. Right. You're already there. They're just trying to mess with you to see what your mind is. How else can they test your mind? Right. (laughs) You know, it's – it's
1: The thing is so real. Yeah. It's so real. It's like you think, all right, man, uh, yeah, whoo. We got it done. Uh,
0: all right. You know, Phil mentioned in his podcast uh, about going to the Quantico uh, Land Nav Course. Mm-hmm. I did the Quantico Land Nav Course three times. Mm-hmm. There's one of the points is in a beaver dam pond. Yeah. Like you walk up and it's a pond. Yeah. And you're like the points in the middle. Cause the beavers built a dam and they never moved it and it's who's going to go in the water. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's doable. The question yeah. is, are you going to get in the water? Yeah. And maybe it's a, maybe there's a, an element in a land nav where you got to do a little bit of rock climbing
2: Yeah.
0: and it's up on a hill or, yeah. you know, does that demoralize a person or do they step up and say, this is the hard part. Let me get it over with. I'll get my point, And then it's downhill on the other side.
1: Correct. Correct. No, Lisa's home. Yeah. Lisa's home. Say hi to Frank. <laughs>
0: hi Lisa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I, you're, you're exactly right. And, but the thing about it is it's not, I mean, that's part of it, Frank, you know what yeah. I mean? That's, I mean, I remember we were in, we were on that military base in Finland doing the competition. We lamb naved up, man. And it was like, talk about route selection on this one. We go up, and there's a guy sitting there, and he says, obviously, you know, your point is 300 meters that way, so we look across, say, yep, there's our point, but what's between us and him? A pond, you know what I mean? Like a lake.
0: A lake, yeah, yeah.
1: Keep in mind, it's Finland, bro, you know what I mean? This is not sunny Florida, you know? Yeah. So, they said, uh, here's the deal, you can swim across, we provided you with a canoe, and it was one of those, like an inflatable canoe with a bladder on either side, Mm -hmm. but one was just ripped to shred so you're getting wet you know what right, I right mean? right he says or you can choose another route and it'll add an extra eight clicks and we're like you know what i don't know if it was uh probably you a little and- bit of stupid you know what i mean But <laughs> yeah. it was like okay let's uh let's pull off these clothes you know what i mean let's let's waterproof it get in the alice pack we're gonna tie up the rifles to this thing and we're gonna swim it so on the other side there's no one there you know what i mean well, we got in the water to swim that 300 meters. And, man, by the time we got there, they had an ambulance there. The general of the base was there. They thought crazy Americans that went up and did that. Oh, we didn't know any better. You know what I mean? But we thought, you know, why not? Let's go. You know, here we are. We're, we're here for the experience. Let's do it. Yeah. Now, as it turned out during that competition, we were the only team who got zero deductions on land now. So, winning.
0: Exactly. And that's, and that's what it's going to take to win this type of event is kind of yeah. how I see it. You need to go that little extra mile. And and, and, and I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I shoot the local match here. I go home mm-hmm. at three o'clock. Yeah. And two stages left. I'm going home, three o'clock. I know I got yeah. an hour ride, a little more depending on weekend traffic to the mountains. Yeah. This is going to be, I got to do every minute, every second and get it done. And yeah. and, and that's going to be the mindset Is is how willing are you to push yourself to the yep. next level,
1: because
0: yep. you, you know you you're handicapped. You're from South Texas. You didn't know nothing about Finland, and then you brought James Anthony with you He's from Oklahoma. That's even <laughs> yeah. just worse, man. You <laughs> you brought an Oki to Finland. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, we did, we did well though. We did very well in that competition. Yeah,
0: but. no, you guys did. I'm I'm being silly with James. James just had <laughs> a birthday, so I've gotta give him. Yeah. A hat. But um, yeah, it, it it's it's important that people understand this stuff. That people look at it and realize what's going on in the differences out there. There's different discipline. You know, Palma turned into F class. Mm -hmm. Guys got too old to shoot with iron sights. They wanted a scope, but then they said, okay, well, I'm too old to do this. Let's shoot F class. Very similar, but different. Then you get bench rest. That's a whole different thing. And so it's, to me, it's important that people realize there's boxes yeah and yes there's crossover Mm -hmm. but at the same time there's not right and to me what you're doing is more well-rounded more practical marksman than gamer
1: yeah yeah absolutely and you know the the thing about it is it's kind of like you know people are saying oh well you know can we you know team up and stuff like that no you can't you know it's an individual match you know there's Mm -hmm this is an individual thing. And again, I'm not trying to scare anybody or, you know, just because, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to pull my punch either. You know what I mean? This is going to be a difficult match. Now, having said all that, you know, we have to go to different locations around the United States. Mm -hmm. We're We're allowing plenty of time. We're allowing for a rest period and then plenty of time for them to drive and get to their next location before they have to turn the switch back on. So that part don't have to think that you're, cannonball running it or anything like that you know it's not it's not like that on the travel between place to place what i want to do is i want to test your skill sets as it comes to a long range hunting scenario or a sniping scenario whatever it may be but i want to test it in different parts of the country that's where we that's why we're moving around from place to place because the reality is we could do all of this right here at rifles only if we wanted. you know what i mean yeah yeah it goes back
0: to your your fairness because that way no one gets a home field It, it it Uh, We always used to say, I mean, is it realistic to take a soldier and drop him anywhere in the world, sight unseen, and expect him to have a first shot, one round, one kill, you know, one shot, one kill under that situation? Well, no. The test is, how do they manage it when they don't know, when they can't see, when the conditions might trip them up because you don't know that area well? How do you adjust?
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: I mean, so. there, was, there was a lot of situations you and I did with, with groups around the world um, that pushed that second shot follow-up and put sure. more effort on it than the first round hit.
1: Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Because that second round shot, you know, that's when, okay, again, no plan survives first contact. Right. That didn't make first contact. What are you going to do now? Because have another plan because that plan didn't work. And you know, as well as I do, nine times out of 10, what we'll do is we'll see somebody take that second shot and put it in exactly the same place. You know what I mean? Yes. I, it happens constantly. And I always tell the students, listen, if what you did the first time didn't work, okay, and you got no idea what happened or idea in homage to you, yeah, idea, yep. uh, ideas. yeah, ideas, then I don't care what you do, but don't do the same thing again. You know what I mean? Because yes. you just did. It and it didn't work. So do something different. And so that's, that's going to, it's a thinking man's game. You know, this is, this brings it to
0: that level. Cool, man. Very cool. So you're, you're going to do it September next year. It's yep. going to go eight different events or nine, eight,
1: <clears throat> eight as it sits right
0: now. Okay. Eight different events. And I mean, heck that could be an entire, that's your season right there, man. For one person that, that that's your season. Well, you know, and
1: the thing about it is it came up and I've talked about it before. I said, you know, Mile High Shooting and Accuracy International got together. And uh, for the for the for the last, the brawl, the match we just did in February, and they were going to give away a brand new AT, you know, and then uh, Diane says, you know, we don't care what you do with it, give it to the first place, raffle it off, find somebody who needs it. We don't care. Y'all do good stuff. So said, all right. Well, I'll find somebody who needs it, you know. So in the morning, Frank, I was walking around rifles only looking for a rifle and scope combination less than $2,000. Dude, it took me all day to find it. And you know how we run things around here. You have seven ranges going at the same time. So I walk up to a range and there's like uh, 13 rifles you know, stacked right there. I'm looking at all of them and I'm thinking to myself, uh, that one's 8,000, that one's 12,000, that one's 6,000. Ooh. There's that Accuracy International. There's 19000 Oh, oh, wait. There's another one over here. There's another $19,000 one. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. Finally, finally, at the end of the day, I found the one rifle scope combo that was less than $2,000. Guy could have never been happier. You know what I mean? But what I'm saying is, <laughs> it's a year and a half away. Don't tell me you ain't going to spend that amount of money. Right. You know what I mean? Don't Don't lie to me. Bro. don't don't freaking try to pull my chain i know better i know better it's there don't be afraid. don't be afraid come on and do this this is uh, something this this once in a lifetime match
0: how many how many comp shooters have said they've spent over twenty five thousand in travel in competition fees and all of that and they go home with a patch and a t-shirt yeah yeah. You know what I yep. mean. At least your odds are much better with this in the, in in a much more condensed. Allow you to train a little different, and because it's a widespread variety, where you're not weighting everything on just the the, the rifle cut, right. You know, or the rifle side of it, right. Um, it, it's it's going to be well. How well do you land that? That's a big part of it. How well are do you doing your Kims game? That's a part of it. How well is your target detection to find that target to hit it? Right, you know, and that's another. Then the shooting part of it. Yeah. On top of that, so I think your odds are actually much higher doing this than stringing it out over a couple competitions. Where again, it's it, to me, it's that same old. Co- yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, part of my notes on this. Part of my notes on this says, you know, I'm not I'm not necessarily certain that the person who gets the most points on the marksmanship portion of this is going to be the person that wins. Mm-hmm. You know, what it mean? should be. Yeah, that's how it should be, because there's more to these skill sets that go along. We beat that horse till he's dead. But again, become comfortable with that. You know what I mean? Try to embrace it. You know, become comfortable with the idea that this is going to put me out of my comfort zone. And it is going to be it's an adventure, Frank. I mean, think about it. The person who comes in and like they get 13, 14, 20th place, dude, they showed up. You
0: yeah, know what they mean? did.
1: Good. Hats off to them. They got bragging rights from now until the end. They were at the very first Assassin's Way. You know what I mean?
0: Are, are you going to put, when, when it's more flushed out, are you going to put uh, basically observation skills? You're going to have one event. You're going to have a Kim's Game event, and it's going to be 12 items, 10 items. Observation's going to be 10 items, 12 items, whatever the number. Your land nabs at this event will be 3.4 point, um, you know, points of uh, movement. Um, you know, and then you'll have your marksmanship guide with target detection and marksmanship. Are you going to put that out? So people have sort of a, um, a master list to practice off of?
1: Uh, yeah, you've already got a master list. I'm just not telling you how many times you're going to have to do it. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. I don't need
0: the time, but well, basically yeah. a master list of the skill sets.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And okay. that's a, yeah, absolutely. But the other part of it is what we're going to do here is you're going to have you're going to start out at rifles only. All right. So we're just going to do some marksmanship here. Then we're moving up the country. We're going to do some marksmanship at another element. You know what I mean? Then we're going to go to some places to where we have no marksmanship at all. You know what I'm saying?
2: Mm-hmm. Then we're gonna,
1: And we're going to go to where all of these elements will be in one event. You know, it's going to have it all. It's going to have everything. It's going to have the target detection, the Kim's game, the range estimation, the marksmanship, all of it is going to be combined. In other words, we're going to build on these skill sets as we move along and testing along the way. Yep. Make sense, yep. So yep. and it's kind of um it's kind of it's kind of freaking cool, Frank. I mean, I just I wish you had thought of this and then I could go shoot it.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, exactly. Other than um, getting getting shot with some of it, but uh yeah, it's 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 definitely it's going to be an interesting to work with some of the guys and some of the teams in the clinics like you're talking about. I'm kind of really looking forward to the clinic side And just to be able to explore these other avenues instead of doing the same thing over and over. How does my game changer work? How does my game changer work? How does my game changer? Okay. You know, because they buy in a hundred and something dollar bag. Yeah. I get they want to learn it, how to use it. Yeah. And that's probably why they'd use it for 18 out of 20 stages in an event now because it's a hundred dollar bag. Right. But, you know, I want to do other stuff.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Because you get, you get stale, man. We, we, it, so it's like,
1: like a hole in your soul since you haven't done it in for so long. Yeah, exactly. You do. That's the way I feel. I said there, there's just, and don't get me wrong, I enjoy the PRS in the NRL. Got a lot of friends in it and everything else. I get all that. But there's just, I know because I have the frame of reference, there's so much being left out. And it just makes me want to cry. You know, it's like, yeah. we, we, are doing, we are doing precision rifle a disservice. By not applying these other skill sets,
0: you know that's a great way of putting it, because um, it is're you're, you're, you're not doing anybody any favors to push them towards you know a twenty six pound six millimeter with a flat bottom and yep. an eight ounce trigger. You're yeah. not doing anybody any favors. I mean, they to me the the, the, the the biggest tragedy, I think, is they're not using that platform this way in a video sort of in saying look at all the cool things you can do with your rifle. Right. Instead, they're saying, you know, if you spend this kind of money, you can do this. Right. But it's instead of it working the other way around, it's, it's like, it's become, it's contrived. Yep. Put your bag here, let your rifle sink into the bag and minimal amount of influence with the lightest caliber under the fastest speed you can get it. And when you line up the radical on the target, touch it off. Don't yep. follow through. Yep. Don't dwell on it. Yep. Just get it and go. Yeah. And to me, that's a disservice to how we actually use these rifles in real life.
1: Sure. Sure. So, and yeah. oh, it's like, you know, I talked about it before with Caleb, you know, one of those things. Clint Smith used to say, How how do you know you're gonna fight with your rifle? Right. You know what I mean? who knows remember that we used to do the battlefield pickup where everybody shot the same rifle
0: you you switch or we used to switch rifles on partner team ones we switched remember we would tell them they had to switch rifles yep exactly exactly Uh, a team event you're shooting his he's shooting yours
1: yep period but i don't know man i we're, we're gonna see how all this flushes out but it's looking pretty good so far i know i'm real excited about it um i know that we're gonna we're going to try to carry it on into the next year's 2024 or 2025. We want to go international with it. So we're just going to have to keep it up and make it better and better every year.
0: It's doable. And, and, and you'll get people step up. I mean, you know, it, it, it'll it'll work out. Like I said, I'm hoping just the whole concept of it moves the entire competition a little bit away from the, the tactical bench rest right. and, a, and a little bit more towards field.
1: Yeah well, that's where you are. You know what I mean? And it's, mm-hmm. it's bad. We, we have, we have lost that and it, it bothers me quite a bit, but you know, it is what it
0: is. You know, we'll see what happens. Cool. Hey, let's wrap this up. We're hitting on the hour and our batteries are getting dead. Um, okay. hopefully this recorded, we'll find out. <laughs> First am using the zoom on this end.
1: Hey, but I just wanted to say to you, man, thanks so much for having me on, you know, thanks for, uh, being with me throughout this journey. I don't even know how long we've known each other, but you and I have done a lot of shit together. You know, we've done a lot of classes yeah. to put on a lot of competitions together. And um, whenever you're out there doing those clinics, if you want to say, hey, this is kind of the way Jacob thinks a little bit. So yeah, yeah, I look.
0: do tell people that. Yeah, <laughs>
1: so, and that's the way it is. But, man, I just I'm, I'm honored that you had me on the podcast. I'm honored to call you a friend and thank you very much for everything.
0: Uh, anytime. And, and it's mutual, man. I, I, I look at, you know, everything we did together was such good work. Yeah. And, and it really set the tone for everything we see today. I mean, yeah. like, like Caitlin says, we're the OGs man with some <laughs> yeah. of this stuff. And, and I think we put out a good product for a long time yeah. and the, the longevity of that resonates. It's been out there for so long and yeah, you can get people who don't understand it, weren't around during it, don't acknowledge it. Can't change the facts, man. There is no <laughs> way ifs, ands, or buts around. I, I, I throw credit to you every chance I get for changing things for the better in a lot of ways, the 90 degree finger, the this, the that, you know, there's a lot of things that I don't think you get the credit for that came from rifles only. And so it's important. Yeah. All right, yeah. man. Cool, man. All right. Stop. Let me try to end this. we really quick and, and I'm going to end this recording and then end meeting and it's supposed to stay. So okay. thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. We should be pretty good and we're out of here. Thanks a lot.